everybody. Welcome to the Bro Stop Yelling podcast. My name is Ammo. I'm your host. And we're going to go around the room, introduce ourselves. So, Dre, why don't you tell the people who you're about? Yo, yo, yo. It's Dre. What up, y'all? Uh, fly, Eagles, fly. I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, can't wait to get into some of these topics that we got going on today. All right, Kenny. I'm Kenny. What's up? We keep pounding. Carolina Panthers 0-6. I ain't got much to uh, be happy about, but I'm happy to be here. All <laughs> right. And Ant. <laughs> Yo, the name is Anthony. Uh, at Asusa203. Follow me. Um, Eagles fan. Jalen Hurts, number one, baby. Bird gang. Do-bo. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Let's start this thing off here. We have some news that we're going to start the uh, episode off with. Somber. Great Anthony intro. Richardson. Anthony Richardson. Number four overall pick by the Colts this year. Supposed to be the franchise guy. Looked like he was going to be that part. Started to uh, really come into his own. Rushing attack was mainly what he was doing, but the last game I saw... He made a couple throws that I was like, okay, those are NFL big boy throws. And I was like, okay. And then, of course, he gets hurt. They thought maybe he'd be out four to six weeks, take a little IR stint. But they're going to opt for surgery and just call it a call it a day, and they're going to ride with Uncle Rico at quarterback. So that was uh, unfortunate to see. You know, anything that makes it easier for the Jaguars to get to the playoffs is always beneficial. I never want it to be injuries, so I really wish what – we could have seen what the kid could do in a full year. Um, but, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, but he'll be back next year, and he can show everybody what he's about. So then we'll move on in to our upsets of the week. And, Dre, you're going to start us off talking about some of these uh, upsets that we had, like the Browns and 49ers game, for example. Yeah, no, it was definitely a, a tough week for some of the brass of the NFL. Uh, we have the two big dogs in the NFC, the Eagles and Niners, both catching L's. Um, you know, we also have the Bills, uh, who who snuck by with a win. Uh, controversial, uh, not no call at the end for the pass interference. Um, you know, say what you want there. You know, they had just called the pass interference, the play, the play just before it. Um, so maybe they wanted to let them play a little bit. But either way, mm -hmm. um, a tough week for some of uh, NFL's top teams. Um, you know, my key takeaways, right? I look at it, is it, is it a bad sign or just a bad game? Um, I think for the Niners, um, I think that was really just a bad game, right? They went up against the Browns, who I think statistically have the best defense in the league this year. Um I, I really saw some grit out of that team. They took some injuries to key players and uh, McCaffrey, Debo going down. I know Trent Williams was also hobbled. Um, and they just missed a field goal at the end. So I think they'll rebound pretty nicely. Uh, the Eagles, I think that was really a disappointing loss. Um, no reason going in that they should have lost that game. So, And, the, and the, the, the team really haven't looked itself really compared to what we've seen and come to know of them last year. So, uh a little concerned going into the rest of the season and, and how that performance was. And then the bills, again, the bills are up and down. That's just kind of who they are, but I, I think they'll rebound nicely and, and show us, you know, next week why they're a top team in the AFC. All right. Kenny, what do you have to say about these upsets? 
I mean, how could you you argue with what Trey said? I mean, honestly, it was perfect points. I think uh, just to kind of piggyback a little off of that, I think this is going to be in a wake up call of Philly. I think I think Philadelphia wakes up after this. I think you you're going to see a lot more resemblance of the team you saw last year. Um, I think it, it shows almost an Achilles heel to the 49ers, even though injuries I know did take a part of it, but it, it shows that they it's showing weaknesses uh, of like what you think is almost an impenetrable team, like all around the ball. So it's like, I think it's, it's actually shows the league a little bit more about the Niners um, and the bills. Like Dre said, I think that's, that was kind of like their fluke. I think it's like, they still came out with the win, but I think they're going to stay who the bills are. You know, consistent. Right. And, Upsets of the week. What thoughts do you have on it? I mean, as an Eagle fan, it was rough. Obviously, having the Jets beat us. Um, but, you know, after beating them 12 times straight in the entirety of, you know, back to whenever the year that they actually started counting this, or, you know, I don't know if it was when we were created or the Jets or whatever, but or the Super Bowl era, but all I know is 12-0. and 0. It's hard to go 13-0. and 0. It's hard to go anything and 0. Uh, so eventually we were going to lose, but it did suck because of the way we lost. We were up pretty much the whole game. Uh, even though the offense wasn't looking good, we were still dominating on defense as much as we were hurt in the, in the back end. We were, weren't really allowing big plays. We weren't really allowing, um, obviously, Zach Wilson is also limited, but um, really until, you know, some fluke interceptions – and then that last interception on that second-to-last drive for us, and then we let them score. Uh, that was obviously the nail in the coffin, so that was tough. Um, but I think it is going to be a wake-up call. I think that they finally wake up and say, hey, you know what? You know, uh, I don't know if you guys saw the article, but they were all in there talking without the coaches, and we're just saying, that, you know, this is, this is like a wake-up call. Like, this, this is kind of what we needed. We were squeaking by with the – with the wins and you don't really learn from those as much as you want learn from this loss, you know? So I think it's going to be good. Uh, I think San Francisco got exposed. I think um, the injuries are kind of just the story. It's kind of like the chargers. I think every year those teams are just plagued with injuries and the Ravens. I think it's just a thing now. It's weird. It's just a thing. And, uh, not having Debo and CMC is huge. So um, Purdy looked human. He didn't look like a, a, a you know robot Purdy. So or bot Purdy is what they're calling him. Um, he didn't look like that. So yeah. All right. So these upsets. Uh, yeah, I uh, I'm gonna agree with you. I think the 49ers were exposed a little bit. Um, and that's not to discredit the Browns because the Browns have the best defense in the league this year, um, and they are absolutely dominant so, so far. They that are that defense bunts, boy. Like, yeah, yep. they after it mm -hmm. So I don't want to discredit that defense whatsoever, but you got P.J. Walker come in and able to beat the number one team in the league, a lot of people are saying, like the best team out here, the one that's – dominating all these games um hey, PJ, i think that's 
Shout out PJ Walker. Fuck it. Shout out PJ. Somebody's getting a win in this bitch. <laughs> no, but hey, in all seriousness, right? That's that's credit to like the the philosophy that you can have a well built team and just put mm-hmm. a quarterback back there that's not gonna fuck it up, right? Just somebody to to yeah. manage the game and really just not turn the ball over, move the ball. Like that's all the Browns did, and it got them to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we talked about like that Bills Giants game. Uh man, that that probably had enough to be called a second time there. I mean, he definitely impeded on his ability to make that catch. Um probably should have given him another opportunity to go for that, but I get it. You just made the call right before. You do it again, it's everybody's going to complain. The narrative will be, "Oh my god, you just kept throwing flags, giving him opportunities to make it happen." Um but uh I really, 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 really wanted the Bills to lose because I was so sick of hearing all of the Bills fans all week crying in my mentions and crying on Twitter about they had such an unfair advantage playing the Jaguars in London who were there a couple days before they were and this and the other thing. Dude, I was sick of it. And I tweeted something out um, when the Bills were you know, losing and looked like they were probably going to lose. I had said, you know. I guess that jet lag is still getting them or some shit like that. I was just so sick of hearing all these. Yo, don't have yeah. Bill's Mafia at your port at your front oh, door I, now. I don't yeah. care, bro. Show up. They're nope, gonna DDT you a table. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, what I will say though, what I will say, are the only exactly. last point I'll make about that that play that pass interference non call is. Darren Waller's got to make that catch, man. Like you, he came That's in true, to be the difference maker. Like he got to. He make that. he did get that one arm up, and where the hell came, or the hole came. He held that left arm down just enough so he couldn't get the two hands on the ball, and that's mm. why I think it was probably enough okay. to make the call. Um, if you actually go back, like you'll look, it kind of held that left arm down from him making, you know, a two-handed catch, which definitely he would have had it. Um, but fuck it. Nobody cares about the Giants. They suck, and they're going to keep losing. Uh, Eagles-Jets. Now, this is not going to be disrespectful, but I think that the Eagles have not been playing the way that they played last year, but they are winning, and that's that's important. If you can win ugly, like I've said it before here, like if you can win ugly, that's more important than winning blowouts because winning ugly is what matters when you get down to the playoffs, and that's going to be the teams that make it. Yep. So the Eagles have not been playing anywhere close to the level that they were playing last year. Jalen Hurts specifically is not playing at the level that he was playing at. He's not, you know, in that MVP conversation like he was last year, which, you know, he would have been second place last year only to Mahomes. Um, So I think that the Eagles were due for a loss like this because they have been winning those games and they've been winning ugly it was time that they got an ugly loss. And I think like Kenny said, that's going to be the spark that puts them right back on track. They needed that, you know, a little bit of humbling or whatever it was with not that they were getting cocky, but you know, that's how they call those types of games. I think that they needed that. And that's definitely going to be the spark. And I think Jalen hurts is going to specifically start balling like he did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Because I think he has, what, like seven touchdowns, seven picks. You know, he didn't even have seven picks in the entire season last year. Yep. Two more picks than he had all of last year. You know, so that's one more, yeah. 
Yeah. But hey, well, you know, again, losing both coordinators, there's going to be growing mm-hmm. pains is going to be. Absolutely. Pressure, so. Absolutely. Like I said, I think that's what sparks them to put them back on track. Um, Cause like you, bro, you got five wins in games that you probably should have maybe ended up like three and two. So mm-hmm. that could be what the, for, the for y'all to be able about. to do that. Like you got the different coordinators this year, but it's like, look, it's us. Like, we're out there. There's a lot of other teams that are going to end up making the playoffs down the road are starting two and three where you guys started five and oh, despite the struggles. Like other teams. And not for nothing. Like, you know, having this hiccup against the jets and then going into the dolphins game, like had we won the jets game going into this game, I would have been a little bit more nervous, but I Mm -hmm. feel like the boys will be ready to go and ready to prove a point going into this Miami dolphins game, which that's going to be really a true test of where we're at. Yeah. All right, so we're talking about uh, these upsets and these good teams. How about a good team that's not losing? The Lions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my. Detroit. What up, though? <laughs> what up to the three one three? Motor City, huh? <laughs> Aunt, tell us about Mom Spaghetti's team. Oh my goodness. Well. <laughs> Honestly, uh, for them doing as good as they're doing, um, I feel like they could even be doing better if it wasn't for certain things that they've done recently. You know what I mean? I mean, they got rid of DeAndre Swift. They they drafted um, Jameer Gibbs in the first round. Uh, Jamison Williams, you know, being um, suspended for a long time. You know, who could they have drafted with those spots instead of drafting you know, keeping Swift and not dry. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things that the that the Lions could have done differently to even have a better squad than they're having out there right now. But they are five and one, and right now, if you look in the NFL's league ranking, they are actually number one in the ranking. So it's kind of weird to see the Detroit Lions there. But um, all respect to a man, good quarterback, uh, good run game, Montgomery's ball in. Uh, wide receivers are balling. I'm around State Brown is balling. Defense is good. And if they had CJ 2K, or not CJ 2K, sorry, CJ Gardner Johnson, oh my God. Dude went Bro, back I don't to know where that came from. My bad. I don't know where that BTE came from. Shout out to Chris Johnson, yo. Yo, shout out to him. My bad. CJ Gardner Johnson. Um, if they still had a hand back there, I think that team would be even that much better, but not nah, falling. All right, Kenny. I was Lions, just looking over their stats as well. Contenders. I mean, they're, they're looking good. Obviously, it's a uh, – I mean, Amon St. Brown is, is always on. I mean, I, just, I was looking at their receiving numbers. They have three receivers over 300 yards. I mean, the ball's getting spread around, but they're doing it collectively as a team. It's mm-hmm. one unit. It's like, I mean, you look at the the names on paper. Like, I mean, uh, Philly was saying, it's like, you got Gibbs there. So, you, of course, your mind just goes, who could they have had in this place? I think he's going to start to show out soon. Um, honestly, uh, Montgomery, I, as a Panther fan, playing with him, like, against him, like in Chicago so many times, it's like, you know, he has the talent to do it, um, to get it done. But it's like, you look at the, the roster on paper, it's like a couple of years ago, these names were a little bigger. 
So it's just nice to see like, not really a resurgence, but just how they're able to be cohesive as a full team. And then it is like, like our Tyree kills, like, you know, like your, your game changers just on one side of the ball. It's, it's a good sight to see, to see this team like doing really well, so, but really, really weird to see uh, Detroit Lions at the top of the leaderboards or top of the standings. All right. Do you think that they are contenders or pretenders? Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, pretenders, I think in short, I think at the end of the day, pretenders. So you're saying that these rankings that have the Lions at the as the number one team, you don't agree with them being the number one team? That may be the case right now. I think uh, when it comes to playoff ball, it is, it's always a different thing. It's a different season. Okay. Um, but not to say that they haven't. Some of them have been there before, but I, I think it's a, you know, it's, it's a hell of a bad news bears team, but they, I think they don't, it doesn't take them to – promised land not this season anyway that's okay. i think another name on, on the trophy another name on the trophy this year yeah trevor lawrence and uh dre okay. what do you think about the lions uh so far this year i mean for me with the lions i definitely have mixed feelings right because i'm really excited to see this team uh, because they've been kind of a team that's been on the rise for the last couple of years and like this year they're really putting it together stringing together right. wins and they look good. They're an exciting team doing it. And I only say it's bittersweet because they're in the NFC and they're a legitimate threat in the NFC. Um, but it's hard not to root for this team, starting with the coach, you know, gouging eyeballs and biting kneecaps <laughs> all the way to the Love top. It. You remember that? But Love it. Dude is a real player's coach, you know, and, and you could really see how the team plays for him and plays for each other. Like, I know y'all saw that block um, with it Raymond through for Ahmad Ra to get into the end zone, like, and then saw them celebrating together on the sideline. Like, that's all those things that you really see in a winning team and a great situation. Um, and I also think it's about time that we really start talking about Jared Goff. Yes, Jared Goff and the MVP. I was that was the question I was going to have for you. I asked him this, if they're contenders or pretenders. I'm going to say, Dre, do you think yeah. that he's all right. This dude, Jared Goff, man, is playing as good as anybody right now. And he might be the best play action passer in the league right now because everybody knows he's going to do it. He, they, they do it 40 times a game and he still fools and freezes the defense. So um, and he's making good reads, accurate throws, some big boy throws like he's like it, whatever's going on up there is definitely clicking. Um, the Lions are, like I said, they're they're legitimate um i do see them falling short in the playoffs and the only reason i say that is this it's the other teams at the top of the nfc have been there before they've been through that adversity the lions are new to this where the other teams are true to this right like they've been through the mud right so um i think this will be a wake-up call and really in the nfl you you have to go through pain sometimes to really get to where you want so I, mm -hmm. I see a, a devastating loss for the Lions. That's only going to make them stronger moving forward. Creates the chip on the on the show. Yeah, I can't wait yeah, for the so... Lions to beat the Cowboys in the playoff in the first round of the playoffs. It's going to be so sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So for the Lions, I think you definitely got to have Jared Goff uh, up there in that MVP conversation so far. Like we're you know six weeks into the season now, he's done it enough to keep himself 
a part of that conversation. I don't know that he is the MVP, but he definitely should be discussed as such right now. Um, I definitely think the Lions should be considered in that top three of the NFC up there with the Eagles and the Niners. Um, I think they replaced the Cowboys from last year as those were the top three teams in the NFC last year. I think the Lions have firmly taken that. Uh, I do agree with the rest of you guys thinking that they do take a tough loss in the playoffs. I don't think that they're built for that deep playoff run yet. I do think they make the playoffs and they have one of the higher seeds. And I think that they probably win um, that wild card weekend, but the divisional round is where I think they're going to take that loss. So I'm in agreement with pretty much what you guys are saying there. Um, but they're definitely a really exciting team. Um, I know I picked them to win the division this year. Uh, they're doing better than I thought they would so far. I think we will see like a little bit of a regression. You know, I don't think they're going to go, you know, 14 and three, but. Well, of course not. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely going to be probably the second or third seed in the NFC um, come playoff time. Um, so then we will uh, we will move on talking about exciting stuff. There's not really a, a guy that's more exciting this year than our man Tyreek Hill. Cheetah, exciting MVP candidate. Absolutely. Right another beer. Trey, you're going to start us off, and you're going to. You're going to tell us what you're thinking about Tyreek Hill's season so far. He's got 20, he's on pace for 2,300 yards. He said before the season, he's going to be a 2K, the first 2K receiver in NFL history. And he needs less than 200 yards to hit 1,000 for the season so far. And if he does that in the next two games, he's still on pace for over 2K for the year. So and Drake, he's playing tell the us what Eagles you... next. You know that's mm-hmm. going to be an Yeah, no, listen, man. Like Tyreek Hill is having an historically great season. Fun to watch. He's one of those players that literally keeps defensive coordinators and DBs up at night. Um, you know, phenomenal player. He's really good at football, right? He's And it's not just that he's fast. His, you know, route running, clean out his breaks, way he locates the football, when he wins, uh, you know, jump balls and things like that, uh, you know, phenomenal. I don't really see him slowing down in terms of production. I think, you know, um, in that offense, they're always going to find creative ways for him to get the ball. They decoy him sometimes to throw the defense off. Uh, but the only thing I will say is he came up a little gimpy ass points in that game with the hamstring, I believe it was. So, uh, the the health overall is really the only thing that I would see that could slow him down, because um, otherwise this dude is just an absolute beast on the field, um, and no team or scheme uh, I don't think could could slow him down. Do you think that Tyreek Hill has a legitimate chance to win the MVP this year? If a receiver is going to win the MVP. He has to do some shit we've never seen done before, and he's on pace so, to do it. So if he breaks 2K, do you think he gets it? Yes. because Especially because there's no quarterback that's really tearing it up right now. I think it opens the door for a non-quarterback this year to win the MVP. Yeah, I don't think anybody separated themselves in the quarterback. Like, There's people that are playing at MVP levels as quarterback, but there's right. not enough separation between any one of them for us to say that is the front runner 
So I, like I said, I think when we did the quarter season, I said Christian McCaffrey was the quarter season MVP so far. Um, Tyreek Hill would have definitely been in my top five at that point, but I think at this point, Tyreek Hill is the MVP. Right. And Tua was my quarter season MVP. Maybe I should have gave it to Tyreek at that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they're like you said, man, they absolutely are finding really creative ways to get him the ball, whether it's traditional running routes, it's doing speed motion. There's a lot of different ways that they're getting him the ball um, that they weren't even doing when he was in Kansas city. So Kenny, why don't you tell us about uh, Tyree kill? And um, like I said, before you left, like a piece of shit um, he's on pace for 2,300 yards. He said he'd be the first receiver. And he needs less than two hundred to hit a thousand. So uh, he's, I mean, I I got to see him up up close and personal. The he's the real deal. I mean, obviously it was a forty yard pass that was. I mean, it was just just fucking run, man. Like that's. I mean, he got Dante. I mean, Dante's fast, but he got burned. I mean, heavy should should have had a safety over the top, but I mean. Foot by foot, Dante's fast as fuck and burnt him. I, mean, I don't that, understand why teams continue to play this dude, press man. Why? No, I'm telling. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. If my They're coach tells a- me to go play press man on Tyree Kill, I'm be like, all right, dude, I'm I'm Vontae Davis. I'm retiring right now. I'm, <laughs> here's my cleats. I'm going home at halftime. I'm not doing this. There's no specifically, way. like I. And then the game I was at, we were fucking sagging off of Michael Thomas 10, 11 yards. Like, press maybe him, someone that does slants, covers. Nope, nope, we're going to get three yards on Reek and then just let him run by. He just – So you're just doing the opposite of what you should be doing. So you're tanking for Caleb Williams when you can't even get Caleb Williams. All right. We should have weaved. All the way, yeah. No, I mean, um, I mean so I, I asked, uh, I asked Dre while you were gone. Do you think Tyreek Hill? Because you kind of said it. Um, do you think he has a legitimate chance at the MVP? I mean, of course, he's doing things. I mean, especially if if he continues this way, if he breaks any of those records, I'm, oh my good, yeah. I mean, how can you not? He's doing something that we've never seen. When I know it's an offensive league now and it's it's growing there, but I mean he's doing things in that league that haven't been done before. So it's he's eclipsing what whatever like ceiling he had put on him at, at some point. I think I mean it does a lot to say, I mean, speed kills that it, it just goes to show you you can be five foot two and literally be the scariest player on the field once you're on it. Like that's, I mean, that's a powerful, yeah, that that's a powerful statement. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do I really think he could be? Yes. <laughs> Heavily. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> like, I mean, top three, if they finish out one, two, I mean, maybe even pushing third, uh, that's probably pushing it, but first or second in the in AFC, I don't see why. I don't see a hard argument, especially. If, if, but I mean, they're dangerous. That's a dangerous team. I don't see him slowing down either. <laughs> and you're going to finish this segment off. What do you think about Tyreek Hill so far this year? And if he has got a legitimate chance to win that MVP. 
Uh, I 100% think he has a chance to win the MVP. I think the last time we saw a player besides a quarterback win the MVP, if I'm not mistaken, was Adrian Peterson. He eclipsed 2,000 yards rushing, and this guy will eclipse 2,000 yards receiving as long as he stays healthy. He's 186 yards away from 1,000, and the Eagles defense, he might just get that Sunday. No lie. And then all of a sudden, he has got a whole 10 to 11 games to go ahead and get another 1,000. I think it's very, very feasible. And uh, as an Eagle fan, yes, I know it sucks, but guess what? Um, One thing I do know as a reality, we allow everyone's career day. Um, we just allowed, uh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I just had it and I, and, and I drove Oh, Cooper cup just went sick on us. I mean, first game back. Right. And this guy was in mid season form against our defense. I mean, I think it was eight catches, 120 yards or something like that. I mean, he was going sick and, uh, that's kind of what we do. And, uh, I hope it's not the case, but just just going off history, that, that's what I'm anticipating. He breaks the 1,000-yard mark this week, Sunday night, unfortunately, in Philly. Um, but he legit has a chance to get it because I think Dre said it, and I think Kenny said it, actually. No quarterback has distanced themselves. Nobody is looking hot in any way, shape, or form as the number one quarterback to win that MVP vote right now. Usually by week six or seven, you're like, oh, my God, Patrick's got 20 touchdowns. He's got two picks. You know, he's on pace for it. Nobody's Nobody's doing really great. For all the top quarterbacks and all the hate that Jalen Hurts has been getting um, and some of these other quarterbacks, I, I, I think we should all pump the brakes and just realize, hey, hey maybe these defenses are just – that that good this year, you know, because realistically, no quarterback is having a great year. Um, but I think to answer your question, Tyreek has a great chance uh, to win it. And um, to segue that into our next topic, um, that is the reason why in the upcoming Olympic flag draft football league that is about to happen, uh, one of the most, I guess, the most popular player right now in the NFL that is advocating to uh, set up a team is Tyreek Hill. Um, And we're all planning to do a draft here. And I'm going to start off because I have pick number one. And my number one pick is Tyreek Hill. All right. So the draft order for this Olympic uh, flag draft, as we said, Ant's got the number one pick. He's taking Tyreek Hill. We're going to move on to Dre, Kenny, and then I will finish off with the fourth pick, and it's going to be a snake draft. So we're going to alternate the draft order every other round. Dre, you are on the clock for 30 seconds. Uh, Tyreek Hill with an anticlimactic pick. Um, (laughs) So with the number two overall pick, in the Olympic 5v5 flag league, my I will pick Christian McCaffrey. Oh, nice. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Kenny, 30 seconds on the clock. 
with the third pick, Race Hell Praise Dale. Uh, the third pick, I'm going Mr. Lamar. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Bastard. Oh, my God. Fuck. Hey. Oh, that was my you know, everybody pick, board, man. I said. That was my pick, oh, man. How could you have All this? Right. I got a, I got basically a minute on the clock here. Um, no, you have 30 <laughs> seconds. I have two back-to-back picks, my friend. Oh, right. Yes, thirty seconds. No, keep him to that shit. He's gonna take forty-five seconds to pick two of them. Fuck him. No, no, you take thirty seconds, you get one. I'm gonna no, I'm gonna take my time now. On the stage at thirty-one seconds. Listen here. Listen, dude. The delay right now is crazy. You need. Is there a delay? Or you just yeah no oh. you slack no, in on your picking. delay oh, yeah well all right all right dude relax Pat Mahomes is gonna be my pick okay Jesus I'm gonna have okay. yeah I'm gonna have a QB as well and uh, let's see what are we gonna go with here oh that's tough I'm gonna go with uh, Justin Jefferson Jay Jettas. Uh, right, that means that Kenny's going to be back on the clock for 30 seconds. Uh, Who are you going to pair with Lamar? I'm going to go with Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Jalen Ramsey. What's, what's a good Placing. backyard like league without a little bit of trash talk? You know I mean? like perfect, That's an elite trash talker. Game. Like, so Ray's on the quick, clock for 30 seconds. So injury status currently in this season doesn't We're, matter. This, oh, are they? Right. All right, we'll pause the like clock. Current. This Olympic doesn't happen until like 2028, so like it's not happening today. We Any active NFL player, if they're healthy. Okay. Copy. Oh, okay. Right. Dre, you got, you got 30 seconds on the clock. <sighs> All right. Well... I thought Lamar would be available for me at this point. Same. And I was wrong. So I have to weave a little bit here. <laughs> so I am going to select Bijan Robinson. Okay. Ooh. I'll Bring back right. NFL Street just strictly to be able to play with Bijan. You got, you got essentially a minute on the clock to make two picks here. All right. Well, I think the smart pick right here, multi-dimensional player. Five, I'm going to go Debo Samuel. All right. All right. Last 30 seconds here. Y'all want to jump on the quarterbacks. So I'm going to solidify my quarterback in the next best one, Tua. Oh, not where I thought that one was going. Me either. I thought that was Jalen for sure. All right. Dre, 30 seconds on the clock. All right, so <clears throat> I think that I will 
I was going to go quarterback here. But now I'm thinking I'm going to go a different position, and I'm going to select Trayvon Diggs. Holy damn it. <laughs> Marking it up. <laughs> Good shit. Good I'm shit. so tight. Kenny. I'm so tight. 30 seconds on the, the clock. Mentality. Uh. I'll toss it up and go get it. Uh, give me Travis Kelsey. Him and Lamar. Okay. Okay. I just assume these players aren't playing no defense. <laughs> yeah. That's why I got Jalen. Hey, he's got he's got Jalen. Yeah. So all right. So, so, up with Travis. <laughs> I got yeah. I got he 30 blocks, seconds on. He blocks, you know. <laughs> I got 30 seconds on the clock here for this one. Yes. And we are gonna take my man Sauce Gardner. Piece of shit. And now I'm gonna give myself another 30 second timer. Micah Parsons. Oh, you bastard. Straight up. Kenny, you're on the clock for 30 seconds. Uh, play two-way uh, sides of the ball. Give me Miles Jack. <laughs> Defense, linebacker, and running back. <laughs> no, you know what? I ain't even in the front. Miles Jack was a nasty running back. I was okay. going to say, that man, he, he can produce the running back. Before I put the 30 seconds on the clock for the next pick, there was a game at UCLA where he had like a forced fumble, eight tackles, and then had like eight carries for 120 yards and a touchdown. Like, Buddy had a day. So a crazy beast. <laughs> for versatility, I, you know what? I can't even hate. Dre, 30 seconds on the clock. So I'm going to go with <laughs> – it's funny that you picked Miles Jack because I'm going to go with the Miles that I thought I, you were going to pick. Yeah, I just, yeah. <laughs> Who is Miles Garrett? Yes. Good, yeah. That was the other mile. I thought I just wrote it down Jack twice, but no, that, yeah. No, yes, sir. The first half of your minute is up uh, on the clock. My, the first half? Of yeah, my yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. What? I up. just got it. 25 right, seconds. Anyway. Let's go. I just got here. <laughs> the hell? All right. So <laughs> I'm. Who was my second pick? Actually, I, I I deleted it before I fucking wrote it back down. I have shot. Was my this first. guy is shot. No, I, I delete I deleted it and I really Where's can't the shovel? Make a pick. You got make no, no, a no, pick. No, no, for real. No, no, no. I already told you, Debo. You son of a bitch. Oh. Debo. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure because it, hurry it up. Out. You're eating Swift into your next thirty seconds. DeAndre Swift Ooh. is going to be my pick. Oh my! Swifty hustle. And then my next my next pick is going to be Patrick Sertan. And that's round five, right? Starting yeah. off round five, moving to Dre. Thirty seconds on the clock. All right. So at this point, I think I'll get a quarterback. Um, I will, and I'm going to go with Josh Allen. Solid. Kenny on the clock for thirty seconds. 
me go uh, Jamar Chase. All right, so I'm going to finish off the last of the starters here, and then we're going to go for one bonus round. Like I said, we're picking one six-man to come off the bench for our squad, so 30 seconds on the clock. I've got Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Sauce, and Micah Parsons. Hold on. Can, we, can, I, can, I, can I interrupt for one second? Timer's paused. All right. Before we make these picks and everybody, we're picking six players. If you guys pick another wide receiver or another running back and you do not have another DB, is that counting on anything? Are we picking the starting, like, we're just picking starting five offense, starting five defense. Like, we're not picking, like, two-way players. Like, if you have seven wide receivers, no one's playing quarterback, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, that plays a part in, in into the pick. I know that it's 12, but you guys understand what whoever, I'm talking about, right? Whoever your sixth guy is is coming off the bench. Okay. So I'm making okay. my last pick for my starters. Playing both sides of the ball, right? That was yeah, everybody's playing right. both sides of the ball, and you have one Bench random utility guy that could fill in for yeah. any one of your players. Okay. All right. But, but I just want to make All sure. Right. Timer's going back up. 30 seconds on the clock. Uh, ooh, this is good. This is good. Mm, you know what? I need some more route running on my team. Give me Calvin Ridley. Give yeah. me Calvin Ridley. Palmer. Let's go. Yep, I, like I don't it. care. I need nah, that keep, route running, nah, baby. Keep, keep keep my two boys on the on the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So thirty seconds on the clock for my six man. It's Kenny, right? No, it's me. Oh. Hmm. So you were just talking about route running. Thought you just pick somebody. Yeah, I have back to backs, you idiot. Oh. Anyone else want to, you know, interrupt over here? Clock's still going. Yeah, I know. Uh, we're going to take. AJ Brown. That means we got Kenny on the clock for 30 seconds. Brian Burns. All right, Dre, you're on the clock for 30 seconds. <sighs> um, damn. Bro, don't do it. There's a plethora of NFL players to pick from, and I swear to God, he's going to pick the player I want. No, no, no. Five no, seconds. No. All right. Slay. So I'm going to go with Fred Warner. Oh, my goodness. Hello. Yeah. Thank God. And Ant, last pick of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, coming off the bench. 30 seconds. Devontae Adams. Yo, I was thinking about Devontae too. 
All right, so hold on. Let me write this out real quick. So on Ant, Ant's team, we got Tyreek Hill. Debo we Samuel. We have Debo. We Tua. have Tua. Sertan. Sertan. DeAndre Swift. Swift. And Adams. And Adams. Dre's team, we have CMC. We have B. John. We have Trayvon Diggs. We have Miles Garrett. We have Josh Allen. And coming off the bench, Fred Warner. Kenny's team, led by Lamar Jackson. Jalen Ramsey. Travis Kelsey, Miles Jack, the reach of the draft, but first, Mar Chase, and Brian Burns. And then I've got Mahomes, Jay Jettas, Sauce, Micah. Ridley and AJ Brown. So we're gonna put that up and y'all are gonna be able to find a way to vote for what team you think is best all right. out of Hold all on. those teams. So I think I missed a couple. So Dre got CMC, Bijan, uh Trayvon, Miles Garrett, Josh Allen. I missed somebody. Fred Warner. Ah, that's it. Fred Warner. My bad. I just want to make sure I have everybody too. And then for Kenny, um, he was uh, Jalen. Sorry, Jalen who? Uh, Ramsey. He's got he's got Lamar, Jalen Ramsey, Ramsey Travis Kelsey, Miles Jack, Lamar. Jamar Chase, and Brian Burns. Uh, sorry, my bad. Lamar Jackson, Jalen Ramsey. Lamar to Jamar. Uh, Travis Jack. Kelsey. Yeah. Travis Kelsey. That's who I missed. My bad. Chase and Brian Burns. Yep. I have the other ones. I just I missed a couple. Just want to make sure I have it too. And you got Mahomes, Jetta, Sauce, Parsons, Ridley, AJ. Yep. Bro, I, like I wish we could I wish we could organize our teams together and put them on a field and see how that fucking works out. Right. Yeah. yeah, my team would scrape y'all. <laughs> all right so that is going that is gonna book our official olympic know. flag draft for the 2028 olympic games so i'm gonna just let y'all know nobody's gonna put it in the comments which team that you think is the best team that was drafted we're gonna run it down one more time ant had tyree kill debo samuel tua Pat Sertan, DeAndre Swift, and Devontae Adams. Dre went with Christian McCaffrey, B. John Robinson, Trayvon Diggs, Miles Garrett, Josh Allen, and Fred Warner. Kenny has Lamar, Jalen Ramsey, Travis Kelsey, Miles Jack, Jamar Chase, Brian Burns. And then finally, I had Mahomes, Jay Jettas Sauce, Micah Parsons, Calvin Ridley, and A.J. Brown. 
All right, and then moving on, we're going to talk about our teams. So let's start out here with the Panthers. Kenny, tell us about how this game went. Well, my drinking has uh, taken a turn. No. Uh, I mean, 0-6. Oh you, you know, you try to find uh, your positivity. Uh, as you can see, uh, we were feeding Thielen. Uh, the, he's doing things that, I guess, statistically you haven't seen since Steve Smith. He's uh, uh, it, and not, not as a Panther fan at, like Steve Smith, but putting up like 100-yard games, things like that. Like uh, I forget what they said. They said they have had back-to-backs in like 15 some odd years, which is surprising to me with DJ. Um, but I mean, it, we, I mean, we went into this Miami game, really not expecting much from it. Uh, at least myself, uh, we can walked away with losing, uh, chin for six weeks. Not only is it bad, like on the field, but even the talks of like GM wise. So now I know they're back to, you know, scurrying around doing whatever they're doing back there, um, on the field. Uh, Tuba, I, I mean, he's getting four four and a half yards at a carry. Uh, he's doing better, I think, than Miles did when he was on the field. <clears throat> Just looks like he's finding the holes with the help he has. Um, so I mean, that's that's a shining light. That's kind of a bright light with Thielen and and uh, Chuba, you know, uh, producing. I think with Bryce, he made some good throws. Definitely shows some promise, but we have to allow him to actually start going through his progression, start throwing, start trusting himself a little bit more, which I think we're going to see out of the bye week. Um, we get a, a decent run. I think it's the Texans and the Colts back-to-back, uh, -back you know, after each other. Um, so it's going to be nice to see uh, Thomas Brown actually taking over play calling. Uh, that's a big thing, big deal. Um we probably will walk out of one of our win, one of those games with a win, which honestly that's, that should still be the motive. That should still be what we're, we're going for. It's not like we can tank for a pick. Um, there isn't a pick. So it's, you know, you got to burn the world key and try to win out, do whatever you can, uh, you know, be uh, as positive as you can, as optimistic as you can, why you know, why go into it thinking you're going to lose? Um, it's just going to be nice to see those that first and second pick going against each other. But here we are, 0 and 6, going into the bye. Basuda. Yeah, it's Aunt. a rough year. And why don't you get us started talking about the old Eagles here? Okay, everyone's going to hit the panic button. I'm not. I think it was a well-deserved speed bump. I think it was one of those speed bumps that you hit and you didn't. Boom! You're like, oh, oh, what the hell was that? I think we needed that. And uh, I'm glad it happened. Um, a loss in the regular season is not the end of the world. Not getting the first uh, spot in the playoffs is not the end of the world. Uh to be honest, more one seeds have actually not made the Super Bowl than the rest of the other ones, two through seven now. 
Um, so not being the number one seed is not the end all be all. So I'm not really stressing it. I'm glad we lost. I'm glad it's going to be a smack in the face. It's all how we respond. Now, if we come out there Sunday and we roll another dud, I will be nervous. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm not going to be, uh, uh, sitting here telling you that after two straight losses and, um, the five wins that we got that were kind of suspect that I feel confident on the season seven games in. Um, but if we go in there and we handle business the way I think we're going to against Miami, I think we're uh, back on track. And I think everyone's uh, nervous button is, is lifted. All right. Dre. Do you have anything different to say? Anything new to uh, talk about the Eagles here? Yeah, I mean, when you reflect on last week's game, like Ant said, um, it's definitely a disappointment. Um, But when I look at that game and really, you know, break it down, there's definitely some takeaways I think, um, you know, obviously it was a loss in which we were winning for most of that game. Um, And even though we were winning most of that game, I think we got way too pass happy. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on, especially when you consider that last year our identity was running the ball, both with Jalen and our committee of backs. Um, and Ammo, I know you had the stats pulled up. So, what was the percentage of run to pass plays that we had against the Jets? You guys ran the ball thirty-two percent of the time in that game. Yeah, and a game that we were winning most of the time, right? So, if this and we always talk about the fact that we have the best O line in football, why aren't we putting that O line to the you know? to the assignment and running the ball more effectively. We have dynamic running backs. We have a committee of backs and that, that we're not really using. We're running Jalen way less. And the one thing about Jalen Hurts is he knows how to take care of his body and run the ball effectively. So that is definitely a cause for concern, along with the fact that I'm starting to notice that we tend to play to the level of our opponent and we can't just run away with games. And that's a, da- a dangerous position to be in because that's how you end up like the Vikings, right? Last year, look at they were in a bunch of close mm-hmm. games and they won them. This year, they've been in a bunch of close games and they've lost them, right? So, this, you know, and football is way too, um, you know, weird of a game where the ball mm-hmm. can just bounce funny and end up wrong. And in a close game, it makes a difference when if you're up, you know, Yeah, if you're up multiple possessions, it might not matter as much. So I I would just like to see us, you know, start to put teams away that we should be beating more convincingly. Um, But I also think that, you know, like Ant kind of said, this is a wake-up call. And I'm calling up Brian Johnson as well as the OC because Shane Steichen had had Jalen Hurts in a position where he was playing MVP football. And now so far through six games under Brian Johnson, he looks average at best. Mediocre. Yeah. yeah, so I definitely want to see what the, the two of them um, can do moving forward and, you know, how we continue to improve offensively as the season goes on. All right. All right, now let's, let's kick uh, into ammo and the, uh, and the Jaguars. Mm. All right, Asuda. so the only uh, 
only person here that gets to celebrate uh, a victory this week. As the uh, Panthers didn't do it, Eagles didn't do it. But uh, Jacksonville came He's back coming. from a two-game road trip out in London. Came back and Two took care of business trip. in the division. Uh, one of those was a home game. One of them was an away game. But both of them were away from Jacksonville, so <laughs> away games. Anyway, Jaguars. Uh, excuse me? And you know London is like home number two for Jacksonville. Stop acting yeah. like that. Yeah, but it's not, though. It's not, though. Because if you look around that stadium, there's not any more Jaguars fans than there are any other fan base there. There were more That's Bills fans than the Jaguars. Jacksonville Bills has played the London. most abroad games out of That's where they're getting moved to. Yes, and they and and they don't yeah, they that move's not happening. Nobody is going to move to London. Not one team in the NFL will move to London. If there's a London team, it'll be an offshoot of the NFL. A it won't brand be new, part yeah. of the 32. Yeah. Um so the Jaguars defense is playing at an extremely high level. They're number one in the league in takeaways. Uh, I think they have 15 so far through six games. Um, the Colts have a very good rushing attack, and they got JT back, and Zach Moss has been killing it. So the Jaguars' whole idea was stop the run and let's dare the noodle arm to throw the ball. 50 times a game so that we can come out of here with an easy win and get moving on to a short week. Uh, they uh, center for the Colts came out in an interview after the game saying that the Jaguars stayed in base defense the entire game and just dared them to throw it. They thought that they were going to be able to run a couple little five yard plays um, to throw the Jaguars out of that defense to get them to back off a little bit um, to open things up. And the Jaguars were just stubborn and they just stayed in the same base front pretty much the entire game that's really stubborn and really ballsy to do because to not even really do a lot of subbing for nickel packages when you got three wide or you even got four wide jaguars didn't care they just maintained the same personnel and they ended up coming away with three interceptions on Minshew. He threw the ball 55 times um not really what you want to do with a guy who does not have a very strong arm because when you throw the ball 55 times in a game, your already weak arm starts to take and get fatigued. And that's when you start making or air mailing passes or under throwing passes. And that definitely showed because they got three takeaways that basically set up the game for the Jaguars to win that one. Offense still isn't really hit its stride yet. They're not playing the way that they were playing in the back nine of last year. So I'm still waiting for that offensive explosion. I mean, ETN is scoring touchdowns two, one or two every game over the last couple of weeks. He's really just figuring that out for us. Um, he scored two rushing touchdowns in I think like less than 10, 15 seconds. He had it on back-to-back -back plays in the, the game against the Colts. So I'm happy that we're getting these wins and the offense isn't even playing anywhere near the level that they could be playing at because it means that once they do finally hit that stride, they will really will be a team to be reckoned with. But they're sitting at four and yep. two, sole leader on top of the division. So they're in a good place to be, kind of about where I thought they would be after the first six games. They got a short week this week against the Saints on Thursday night. Trevor's a little banged up, got a little knee sprain going on. Um, so 
they maybe pre like do a little precaution and have him sit out, but uh, it would be an okay one to do it because it's a non-conference game. It's a short week. It's on the road. If there was ever a game to miss, it would be this one, but he hasn't missed a game yet in his career, so I think he's probably going to try to tough it out and keep that streak going, so I hope it's not a problem. It's a turf field, so I'm kind of just like, dude, sit him down. I don't want anything bad to happen, but that's that. If he doesn't play, I think it's going to be like a 17-14 type game, like not a lot of scoring at all. Um, if he does not play, I'd definitely be slamming the under as quickly as you can. Um, even if he does play, probably will end up being a lot of a defensive matchup too. So, Yeah, fun fact, the NFL is down across the entire league with scoring. There's more unders than there's ever been. Like, not ever, but there's more unders than there's been in a long time. I didn't know what year it was, but it's it's the, the league is projected basically, let's just say, 45 points, and teams are coming well underneath that. Well, I don't well know the stats, that. but, you know, I'm a betting man, and I've been betting the the under every primetime game specifically. And I think I've cashed out almost every time. Maybe two weeks I yeah. didn't. But the primetime yeah. games have been under every single time. Yeah, the under's been hitting this this year. Mm. It's crazy. So, um, quick, are we going to end up doing the uh, the pickums, or are we going to – all right, here we go. Oh, also, before Start you off. move on, do you think that the team is, like, re- like re-solidified their, like, faith in ETN? I mean, how? What are, what are they? Remember, they were talking about like moving around and stuff. Even this Jags year, are trading for Miles Sanders. Like, shit, I I would hope. <laughs> no, no offense to Miles. <laughs> Miles Sanders uh, is going to make his way through this whole podcast. Gone. Yep, I, there's there's Emma gone. I had so much. I had so, but for real, uh, I love it. But for real, I had so much faith in Miles, man. I don't know what's going on. With like his, yeah, we, we had faith in him too. And three plays into the Super Bowl, he fumbled. Well, I, maybe even two, or maybe even ever, the first. Don't ever say some stupid shit like the Jaguars are trading for Miles Sanders again. Okay. Yeah, bro. Uh, it's Miles Sanders for Trevor Lawrence straight up. Oh, yeah, dude. Then let's Easy. get it done. I hope we get it done. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thursday. yeah. Sanders is going to be running back and quarterback. And obviously, yep. he's going to be better than ETN and fucking Lawrence together. Yeah, all right. So 16, we're gonna twenty-eight. <laughs> hey, uh, we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to our Jason, pick-ums. I'm fucking out of here. And, uh, you left again, Kenny. What? You're gonna start us off with your pickums. Fuck you, Dre. Nah, honestly, I was playing around with. It. I don't know what leave from stage, but. Oh. This is fun though. This, just this dude like walked backstage and said, "I don't know what happened." Oh, oh. Where am Kenny, I? let's go. Let's All hear right. these picks. Jags beat the Saints. Raiders take the Bears. Browns over the Colts. Bills uh, take the Patriots. Giants, I have uh, beating the Commanders. Uh, Bucks, I have beating the Falcons. Lions on the Ravens. Uh, Rams against Steelers. Uh, Seahawks, I think they're going to get it back uh, from the Cardinals. Packers against Broncos. Chiefs, Chargers. Uh, Dolphins, I think 
they get the game they get against the Eagles. Um, I, I am sorry. Uh, 49ers. Uh, Fuck you, Kenny. I'm sorry. Do this um, wrong most of the time. That's a good sign for us. Hey, that's good. <laughs> if anything, I was doing it for everybody. So it's just, Thank hey, you. I'm third. I'm third. The Jags are going to lose. <laughs> We're not going to talk about why. I'm third. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, here we go. Uh, Wait, who's in fourth? Minnesota, uh, 28-14. Uh, Miami, Philadelphia, I got 35-28. Uh, got yeah. Miami scoring the most and Chicago scoring the least. Wait, wait, wait. You got 35-28 Dolphins over Eagles? Mm-hmm. You piece of shit. But I do. Damn. Well, I'm going next, all right? So, because I answered that question. It's going to be very close. Re- <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he the just hell? treated you like a Maury. <laughs> a Maury, a not the father. Because I, have, I, I was going to go backwards and say I have opposite. I have the Eagles winning 38-35. Oh. They're yeah. 35-28, though. Not yeah. even the same I score. Thought, Bro. Oh, I thought he said. Th- I thought he said. You know the uh, fucked up part is he said the score <laughs> that he said back to him, and then proceeded to not match. Say that same score. <laughs> I, you know what it was? I'm looking at 38-35, and I thought my 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 mind just heard. But you 30, said 28-35. You, you know what it was? My you bad. know what it was? Dre, let's hear your pickums. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's Whoops. fucking hilarious. Okay, my bad. <laughs> One of you two fuckers got to go here. Good. He wanted to announce. All right, his... so since me and Kenny had the opposite, no, I'm just kidding. Since we got um, the same score. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so obviously since I heard that wrong, but whatever. All right, so I got the Jags over the Saints, Raiders over the Bears, Browns over the Colts, Bills over the Pats, Giants being the Commanders. Falcons beating the Bucks, Ravens, Rams, Seahawks, uh, Packers, Chiefs, Eagles, and I got 49ers. And then for the 49er Minnesota game, I got uh, 28 um, 7. And then for the Miami Philadelphia game, I got 35 38 Eagles winning. Who's scoring the most? Highest, I was going to say highest, Kansas City, lowest, Chicago. Dre, what you got? <clears throat> All right, so I got Jags over the Saints. I got Raiders over the Bears. I got Browns over the Colts, Bills over the Pats. I have Commanders over the Giants. I have the Bucks over the Falcons, Lions over the Ravens, Rams over the Steelers. Seahawks over the Cardinals, Packers over the Broncos. Um, I got the Chiefs beating the Chargers, Eagles beating the Dolphins, Niners over Vikings. I have the Niners beating the Vikings 33-17. I have the Dolphins losing to Philly 31-34. I have Buffalo absolutely blowing, blowing the doors off the Patriots and the Patriots putting up another uh, low score for the week. All right, and I will close this out for the pickums. I'm pretty yeah, sure that the the first four games everybody has the same: Jaguars, Raiders, Browns, and Bills. 
Uh, I'm yep, with Trey um, with the Commanders. I got Bucks over Falcons. I have the Ravens upsetting the Lions. Uh, Rams over Steelers. Seahawks over the Cards. And I have the Broncos beating the Packers as my yep. uh, my upset out of the week. Chiefs over Chargers. Dolphins over the Eagles. Niners over the Vikings. 31-17 for the Niners over the Vikings. 34-28 Dolphins over the Eagles. Kansas City is going to score the most points, and the Patriots will score the least. So for our pickums as of right now, Ant is in first place with a record of 60-33 and 33 so far this year. I'm in second place, 59-34. and 34. Then we have Kenny in third at 53-40. and 40. And then we have Dre bringing up the rear here with 49-44. and 44. For the record, I did miss a week. Boneheaded move. It was fault though, because he threw me off from last week. I just needed to get that. You see the excuses? You see the excuses? It wasn't sitting right in my spirit the way he read out them records and just said bringing up the rear like he didn't know that I had just missed a week. But let's let's be real here because tell the whole story is all I'm saying. Okay, well now that we've told the whole story, it really just paints a terrible picture about Kenny that Dre missed a whole week and he's only four points behind Kenny. Hey, that yeah. bronze baby yeah, still tastes the same. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. yeah, you're the guy on the stage that meme that's yeah. like, yeah, eating the yeah, fucking hey. metal like an idiot. Hey, oh and six, dude. I'll take third. I'm right now. Like, I'll take a win. That's All a right. Third place well, is a win for me. That's oh. gonna wrap us up for this week for the Bro Stop Yelling podcast. Thank you for joining us for our first episode. Catch us next week.